Hi guys, this is Pepper and you're listening to Clustered, the podcast about anything and everything. So I just want to apologize in advance during this episode if there is any noise or buzzing or anything like that. It is currently very, very hot where I live um, and uh, it's too hot to record quietly with no fan. So if you hear it, that's what it is. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about books. Now, the thing you have to know about me is that I am a big book reader. I have, I think at the moment, over 300 books. I should have counted uh, when I put them back up onto a shelf, since I just got a bookshelf. And I am hype. Actually, I have two right now. So now I can actually kind of like spread out my books a little bit better. Uh... I like to alphabetize them. That's not, like, relevant really to this episode, but, like, that's how I read and like my books. So, the book that I can start this conversation about books is The Handmaiden's Tale. I'm not going to do any spoilers in this episode of any of the books. I'm just going to do a light synopsis. So, anything you could read on the back of the book, that's what I'll share. Um, but I'm reading The Handmaiden's Tale. I just got it. Um, for those of you who don't know, it's by Margaret Atwood. Um, I believe it is, like, really, really old. Like, from the 80s? I have the book right in front of me, but I can't quite find it, and the only date I could find was 1998. So I guess it's not super-duper old, but it is at least 20 years old. Um, The Handmaiden's Tale is basically a utopian-slash-dystopian society. Um, and I have about... Let's see here. I have the book right in front of me. Um, like a good 60 pages left. I'm almost done. And uh, I would say I would give it a good 10 out of 10. It was really good. Uh, I got it, like, three days ago. And I'm already almost done. Could not put it down. It's super engaging. Um, Besides the beginning, the beginning takes a minute because they're explaining how the society is dystopian. But, yeah. All in all, super good. I haven't seen the Hulu series, which, uh, if anybody knows, there is a Hulu series based on the book. Um, So I don't have any recommendations for the Hulu series based on the book. But now that I have read the book, I can now watch the Hulu series. Uh, That's kind of how I do things with uh, watching things that are adaptations, is I like to read the content material and then compare to the the movie. Because generally speaking, if you watch the movie first and then you read it, they're just so different that it's really hard to get through either one. But yeah, so I'm reading The Handmaiden's Tale. It's really good. I definitely recommend it. Um... I don't know if I have any cons about the book besides the slow beginning. It, Like I said, it really kept me engaged, and I really enjoyed it. Now, I wish I had a favorite book so that I could be like, this is the book I'm currently reading, this is my favorite book, and this is my least favorite book. However, I don't think I have a favorite book in and of itself. I do think I have a favorite book series. My favorite book series is Vampire Academy. 
I'm pretty sure it was published in like 2005, maybe 2008, maybe even 2010. I'm not for sure, uh, but it is my all-time favorite book series. I've read it, I don't even know how many times, probably 10 times at least. It's my favorite. Uh, I could probably give you a whole synopsis of the entire series. It's a six-book seri- six series, and it covers a character uh, named Rose. And she is a badass. And uh, something you got to also learn about me is that I love a good female lead. I don't like tacky female leads, those bore me, but, like, I love a good female lead that's just badass, but not, like, you know, the stupid kind of badass where they're like, I can kick someone's ass, bitch. Like, it's boring. But she is badass, and she knows what she's doing. The only thing that's, like, moderately weird is that, like, she's only, I think, 15 when we drop into the book. She might be 16. I think she's 15, though. And... When I was younger in reading the book series, that wasn't so odd. But now that I'm older in reading the book series, I'm like, what is this person doing? What is this? What is this? What is this? What does this 15 year old think she's doing being crazy? And like, it's just weird. I don't know if anyone's ever experienced that, but do you ever read a book where you're, when you're younger and the person's your, your similar age or close in age to you, and then. Or even older than you. And then you're like older reading the same book series. And obviously their age doesn't change because they're in a book. Um, But your age has. And you're just like, oh my god. How did I ever think this was like the right decision for this character to make? So this is a little last topic, but related to Vampire Academy. There is a movie adaptation for the first book. No hold bar, it's terrible. It's it's truly awful. I have only seen, I think, ten minutes of it. It's on Netflix. I, well, it was. I don't know if it still is. But it is horrendous. And uh, they get a lot of weird stuff wrong, which is odd. Like, for example, uh, the book takes place in America. As does Hand, Handmaiden's Tale. I think Brave New World does as well. Um, and it takes place in America. And all the characters speak English. Besides one other character who does speak English but is supposed to have an accent. Um, in the movie, they have British accents. All of them. For no reason. None of them are British, but they all have a British accent. It's the weirdest thing. I don't know why. It, 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 it puzzles me in a way I can't even explain. But they just, they, they start out, it's really bad, and I've never been able to finish it. I want to watch it to compare to the book, even though I know... Most film adaptations are horrendous. I, I don't even know if I should even 
talk about this on this episode because I could probably make a terrible film adaptation, book adaptation episode all on its own because, generally speaking, they're just horrible. They're just, they're always bad. But it essentially follows Rose through the six part, six series book, book series, and it's really, really good. Again, 10 out of 10 would recommend. Um, it does have a couple spinoffs by the same author, but I don't think I've read them or I've only read a little bit of them, and I've never really gotten into the spinoff. I've heard it's good, I've just never read it. Um, but I would be willing to give it a chance because I really like the author. Oh, the author's name is, I believe it's pronounced Rochelle. It's R. I-C-H-E-L-L-E, Mead, that's her name, Rochelle Mead, and yeah, I would 100% recommend that book. It is so good, it is the best book series, and like I said, I've read it a thousand times, um, it's not just for young adults, you know, it fits all age groups. I'm trying to figure out if I have a least favorite book, like a book that I hated reading. Um, but I generally enjoy books, so that's hard. Like, I was the kid when the teacher assigned reading who was like, yay! Um, but I think I read the book A Brave New World or The Brave New World. It's one of the two. Um, when I was in high school... And I had a really hard time with it, but I don't necessarily know if that was because of the material or the mindset or what, but it's, again, a dystopian, utopian society. And it's just, it's, it's older, it's, I'm pretty sure it's from the 60s or the 80s or something, it's, I'm pretty sure it's around the same time of The Handmaiden's Tale, like, I think, um... One of those times they went through, like, all writers went through this phase where they were writing about dystopian. Maybe it was because of the Vietnam War going on and the government in chaos. I'm not really sure. But they were writing all these utopian books, dystopian books. And Brave New World is essentially that. Um, It's not horrible by any means. I mean, it has interesting parts but I definitely probably wouldn't read it again um I guess that's kind of similar to The Hobbit which I'm sure that's gonna definitely get me looked down upon don't get me wrong I adored The Hobbit however the writing is just so repetitive that it's just hard to get through a page like I felt like I would read 10 pages and I had only read like five. It was just the same thing over and over again. And that was just really disengaging for me. I was really not deep into the book and I, I wanted to read it, but I just didn't, it didn't hold my attention. So another favorite book series of mine is called The Summoning, and it's by Kelly Armstrong, 
And it's about a 15-year-old girl named Chloe. And she is super interesting. And anything I tell you about it would ruin the book. So I can't tell you very much. But it is a three-book series. And it focuses around her. And, again, totally worth reading. Like, I've never been so satisfied with a book series. Quite like I have been with Vampire Academy and with the Summoning series. It's They're both so good, and I really enjoy them. I also don't know if I'm going to get a lot of flack for this, but I really love the book. Well, maybe not the book. Half of the book, um, called The Host by Stephanie Meyer. And if you're thinking to yourself, Stephanie Meyer, I know that name. Why do I know that name? It's because it's the author of the Twilight series. Which, gotta say, before, again, bad movie adaptation of a book, was not a bad series. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are bad things in the series. Like, you know, learning lesson bad things. Like, things you shouldn't do. I agree with you. However, Twilight series in and of itself, not a bad read. If I hadn't seen the movies and the movies kind of like sucked out the joy of them, probably would still enjoy them. Now they kind of suck. Um, but the host is so good. It's so, so good. Again, I've read it quite a few times. And that's why I like halfway through. I don't... Like, once you read the first half once, you kind of know how it goes. So it's boring. Um, and then once it gets to the second more enjoyable part, then you're like, oh, I'm back in it again. Um, but it's pretty much just about, um, this new species, uh, taking over the human world. Um, would highly recommend, I think it's from, like, 2012 or something like that. It's an older book. Um, but it was so good. It does have a movie adaptation, and I'm sure you're getting sick of me tired, t- getting sick and tired of me saying this, but it's not good. It's a bad adaptation. It's stupid, and I hate it. So all in all, I would definitely say that if you're going to read a book, don't watch the movie adaptation. They're terrible. They're always terrible. Don't watch them. Um, if I had to name one book with a good movie adaptation, I would have to say that The Fault in Our Stars by John Green is actually pretty good. John Green's books are phenomenal in general. I've read every single one except the new one that he just put out, which is called Turtles All the Way Down. I haven't read that one, but I have read all his others, 
Uh, so, Looking for Alaska, The Fault in Our Stars, um, Will Grayson, Will Grayson, uh, Paper Towns. Paper Towns also has a movie adaptation. It's terrible. Um, but, yeah, I really, I really love John Green books. I've always really loved John Green books. They are some of my all-time favorites. Uh, I love the book Looking for Alaska. However, I also hate the book Looking for Alaska because I hate one of the main characters. It makes reading the book almost unbearable. Uh, so a lot of the times I don't read it. But it is one of my favorites. Uh, the Fault in Our Stars, I adore, but it makes me really sad, so I don't like to read it. Um, however, if you haven't read it, I would definitely recommend that you do. It's worth reading, um, but I think all the books that are by John Green are worth reading. It, I don't know if Turtles All the Way Down is, because like I said, I haven't read it. So you're about to hear a lot of fan. However, I came over to my bookshelf because I wanted to kind of uh, look at my bookshelf and see if there were any other books that I couldn't think of off the top of my head that I really enjoyed. Um, Ender's Game is a great book. Um, Anything by Neil Gaiman is a great book. I really like uh, Thomas Harris, which is the guy who uh, writes for the Hannibal series. Those are really good. Um, if you like, not really romance novels, but romantic novels, um, W. Malcolmer is great. And if you're a fan of mystery and stuff like that, which also has a movie adaptation. I think they all have movie adaptations, not for sure. Um, any of the, the girl who, or the girl with, blah, 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 by Stieg Larson are great. Um, Coots is also great, Dean Coots. Um, that's a cat. So I moved back to where I record, and I just noticed two books, and they are definitely two of my favorite books. The first is my favorite book, and it is called Eleanor and Park, and it is by Rainbow Rowell, Roll, R-O-W-E-L-L, Rowell, um, and it is about two teenagers and it is called Eleanor and Park, and it is so good, and it is so worth the read. And I've never read anything else by her, not by choice, but just because I haven't, but I would love to. And that is my favorite book. Uh, I've, I didn't even think about it, but it is definitely my favorite book. Uh, Vampire Academy is still my favorite book series, but Eleanor and Park is my favorite book. Uh, another favorite book is called Bloom by Elizabeth Scott. That is also a fantastic book. 
Um, it's a little slow going, and a lot of these are young adult novels. Um, a lot of the books that I've liked have been young adult novels because I started reading them when I was, you know, like a teenager, and now I'm not a teenager, and I still really like them. Um, another author that I really like is Sarah Dessen? Dressen? Um, she writes cute little novels as well, and I really enjoy them. Um, like, Along for the Ride. Great book. Um, so I do have, uh, favorite authors, and I do have favorite books, but I don't know if I necessarily have a least favorite book. I'm not sure about that. Um, but all in all, I really enjoy the books I own. Um, I've been thinking that I need to get, um, more, and I need to get back the copies that I've loaned people because I've loaned out some that are in a series and I need those back. Another one is also, um, they're by Pike, and I can't think of what they're called, but they're, they're about a vampire. It was during that vampire fad for books, and those are, that's a really good series as well. It's by Christopher Pike. Um, but all in all, those are all fantastic books. Completely worth the read, and I would highly recommend all of them, and I would highly discourage anyone from watching the movie adaptations because they are terrible. So I totally forgot a book series that I really, really enjoyed, and uh, I know I'm going to also get flack for this, but seriously, such a good book series, and that is Fifty Shades of Grey. I know it's supposed to be a Twilight fan fiction. I know it's weird. I know it's a little outside of some people's comfort zone. But man, do I love those books. The movie adaptations are okay. I think the casting is eh. But the movie adaptations are okay in general. The books are phenomenal. I would definitely give them a chance. So I guess the only thing I can really glean to tell you from this episode is that if you're going to read a book, read anything from Elizabeth Scott, specifically Bloom, Rainbow, Rowell, specifically Eleanor and Park, any John Green books, the Vampire Academy series is bomb, and the host by Stephanie Meyer is also really good. And if you haven't seen the Twilight movies, give the Twilight series a chance. But this is Clustered. I'm Pepper. Thanks for listening to Clustered the Podcast, where you can listen to anything and everything. Have a good night.